Like, I, I've never been in a genuinely toxic relationship. However, Harry Potter's starting to do it to me. Yeah, this is as close as you can get. Like, this is... Whenever you look at a toxic relationship, right? You have someone who cares a lot in the relationship, invests a lot in it. And then you have the one person that just benefits from all of the other person's hard work to making it work. And then they just don't care. That's Harry Potter to its fan base. It's like starting out. It was fun and exciting and we were in love with each other and Harry Potter, like Harry Potter loved its fan base and its fan base loved it back. You talking about like books or you just, are you the just whole thing, the whole thing. Okay. I mean the mm. books, the movies, it was fun. It was exciting. And then Pottermore came out and we're like, Oh my gosh, you care so much. You're giving us more content about the lore that we love. And then cursed child came out. We're like, okay, it was a mistake. It was an accident. You know, the, you do a bad one. The book adaptation wasn't great, right? But but the stage play, stage play's good. Stage play, that's all right. And then Fantastic Beasts are coming out. We're like, okay, Fantastic Beasts, that, that's fun. And then Crimes of Grindelwald came out, and not so fun. And then mm. Secrets of Dumbledore came out, and just just a big old middle finger. And and how does that make you feel? I don't know. I don't mm. know. Mm. Maybe you should tell us about. Would it. you say that you feel betrayed? Yeah. Guys, I'm too sad to see the open right now. <laughs> okay. You got this. We're here for you, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of 1900 Nerdy Talk. This week, the boys are helping Brandon through some serious issues with his relationship with Harry Potter. <laughs> so stay tuned as we talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs on 1900 Nerdy Talk. Listen, you powered through that. Man. I did. Yeah. And uh, quick, quick preface to people who are in actual toxic relationships. This is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to 100% milk us. this 1-900-therapy session. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Word. 100%. Yeah. How are you guys doing today? Uh, how are you doing, Brandon? <laughs> we're, we're fine. <laughs> we're doing good. We're, we're here fine. for you. So let's, let's go. Let's... <laughs> Let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah. That's not me. Let's talk about, you went and saw Fantastic Beast 3. Yep. And you loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, you had it. I think, so, I was I was hanging out with Wes when you, when you texted him. Yeah. When you got out. <laughs> okay. So, they were not going to tell you. At, the, at that time, I was supposed to go see it the next day. Sure. Couldn't make it happen. I know. Believe it or not, people, I actually do go see movies from time to time. Um, but they were like, hey, this movie sucked. <laughs> they were like, this is, I'm never getting that two and a half hours back. Yeah. Uh, we hate this. Your first initial text to him was kind of a more positive. Like, I, I like this, but there's some stuff I need now, to kind of. I need to clarify this, and I clarified it to him. I said, I liked it better than Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> You did say that. So, it wasn't that I liked the movie. I just thought it was better than Crimes of Grindelwald. But that bar was so low for me. Not that hard to jump over. And, again, there are things about the movie that I enjoyed. The wand duels 
were phenomenal. They were absolutely incredible. The choreography, the cinematography, the visual effects of it, beautiful. The movie overall, beautiful. The scoring, really, really well done. God, remember when I was talking about like all the questions that I wanted answered and yeah. the things that I was excited about? Yeah. It's almost like they just threw up two middle fingers at me and they're like, yeah, no, absolutely not. We're not talking about that. Mm. And I, yo, I, I was so excited. I was so excited because like there's something about whenever you watch a trailer and then when you go to watch a movie and like everything from the trailer or a lot of the stuff from the trailers is in like the first like five to ten minutes. You're like, oh, my God, they left so much stuff as a mystery. I'm so excited. Right. This is like the backfiring of that because <laughs> it's like all, all the, the cool stuff. things from the trailer <laughs> happened right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes, 49 percent. That's not. It's not terrible. Not, not really ter- terrible. IMDb. But here's the. What's the audience score? Audience score is 85%. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So some of the, some of the critics that I follow, uh, there was like one or two hard, like, Hey, this is, this was not good. Yeah. I mean, they, none of them were like, Hey, this was, this was garbage. Right. Burn it all down. Uh, but a couple were like, ah, it was fine. It was probably the right. best out of the three, but it was fine. Yeah. But then I, I I heard more positive people saying this was definitely the best out of the three. This felt more like a Harry Potter. Sure. I mean, it, did it feel more like Harry Potter or did it feel like one person uh, said that this was the, it actually may have been you, called it the... Uh, um, the Last Jedi. The, uh, or the... Uh, the rise of Skywalker. Of- See, I was going to make that comparison on yeah. the show today. And like, this is supposed to be a five movie series. Okay. Right. I'm, and this is where the toxic relationship part of this comes out. I'm still holding on to four and five, like <laughs> turning this entire thing around. And it's like, I'm going to look back and say, Brandon, you silly Billy. Like, of course, two and three weren't that great. They were just bridging the gap and building like, you know, we hadn't reached the crescendo yet. Right. Of course. But man, they're making it really hard to keep that belief going and you in got these a, movies. And you got a couple of issues. Like one big glaring issue is Ezra Miller. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. Now, are we doing a spoiler um, review of the movie? You're, Might you're as well. Go it. I'm, <laughs> yeah. getting, I'm getting ready to watch Batman like tomorrow <laughs> on HBO, so I might as well wait for this one to come out. So, um, obviously, spoiler alert um, for the next, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I don't see us hanging on this for too awful long with spoiler <laughs> content anyways. Um, but the way that they end the movie with Credence's character, honestly think it would be pretty easy to write him out for the next film, if need be, and then possibly even for the final film, um, it would suck for his character to die, die completely off screen since he is like a pivotal character in these three movies. Mm-hmm. But with the way that it ended, it is possible that it could happen. And in complete fairness, it's not the first time they've dealt with recasting for every movie. Right. So, and my understanding is, is that they're pretty talented at Mads it now. Mickelson at this point is going to need some serious chiro- chiropractic help for carrying this movie. Yeah. The, so, Wes didn't like Mads. 
I love Mads Mikkelsen in this role. Like, now I will say, so we were talking about this, and there is a certain element of Johnny Depp. He just kind of brought this, like, and, and I explained it this way, like a like small insanity to the role of mm-hmm. Grindelwald, where it's just like, he is so set on the fact that he is correct. He is willing to do whatever it takes because he has that, like, almost this internal drive for goodness. Right. But his form of goodness is not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, he genuinely believes that what he's doing is 100% the right thing for everybody involved in the wizarding race, period. Right. And it's not good. But to him, he is the most virtuous virtuous person. And so, like, you kind of have to have a little bit of that insanity to, like, sell that character. Mads did it in a much more calculated fashion. Um, and Johnny Depp just kind of had that, like, it could have been the spiked hair and the two-colored eyes, just this entire character design that really yeah. sold that. Um, which I did kind of miss with Mads' character of Grindelwald. You know, that, you know, they didn't explain away the hair. They didn't explain away the completely different character. Like, between <laughs> Fantastic... So, honestly, Grindelwald has been played by three different actors now in Fantastic Beasts. Because in the first movie, it was not Johnny Depp the entire movie. Right. Second movie is a Johnny Depp. Third movie, Mads Mikkelsen. I feel like they could have written in the fact that he body swapped again pretty easily. And so many people are like, yeah, that makes sense. It's already happened twice. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. They didn't do that. Okay. You have Jacob, who all of a sudden goes from being on, like, the precipice of Hogwarts at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald to back in his bakery. Zero explanation as to what's going on. Oh, that's not good. Uh, the character of Nagini, who is a pivotal character mm-hmm. in Crimes of Grindelwald, gone. No explanation. Don't even bring her name up. Like, she's just doesn't exist anymore. So they don't even mention, they don't even mention Hmm. one of the main characters from the previous movie who survived to the final scene of the previous movie. It's like, what, where'd she go? It's like, it was just so, it's such a frustrating movie because I wanted it to be good so bad. And maybe my expectations were too high for it. And this is the toxic relationship part. I'm making excuses for this movie. It has so much money. And there are so many people who care so much about this property. Does that anything that he just say sound familiar to anybody out there? I don't, I don't know. We're turning into Star Wars fans. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the club. It's, uh, dude, honestly, I thought of you whenever I left that movie. I was like, this is what it's like to be Joe. This is what it's like. And I, it's hard not to compare these first three movies to the sequel Star Wars trilogy right. because Fantastic Beasts, I honestly loved Fantastic Beasts. It was mm-hmm. such a refreshment, you know, it was great getting back into that world. And I'm sure you felt the same way going into Force Awakens. You know, I'm back in this world nostalgia. that I love so much. Let's nostalgia. Go. Yes. Like, I, I can look over the things that I don't like about Fantastic Beasts because, man, they put me back in this magical world. And then Crimes of Grindelwald comes out. I'm like, and it's kind of split, just like yeah. the Last Jedi was. I enjoyed it. You didn't, right? There was a, you know, it also kind of took a major turn, yes. from the first movie, right? right? And so you thought this one was going to be going to either fix that or just expand <laughs> upon that, you know? Right. And then Secrets did exactly that to Crimes of Grindelwald, where it's like, okay, maybe they'll just fix the problems from Crimes of Grindelwald, and they're like. No, 
we're just going to ignore that entire movie. Like, it legitimately <laughs> almost feels like you could just not watch Crimes of Grindelwald and go straight from Fantastic Beasts to Secrets of Dumbledore and be completely caught up and have not missed a single thing. I think the only thing that they reference from Crimes of Grindelwald, if I'm remembering correctly, is the fact, uh, is the what is the blood pact, is the blood pact, and the fact that Grindelwald killed Lady Little Strange. Hmm. But even that was a throwaway line, and Grindelwald has killed thousands of people, so what's another person? You don't need to see the movie, right. you know, for that to actually matter. Did they address the whole, him, uh, Ezra Miller's being a, Dumbledore or yes. And I don't hate the explanation. If we're being completely honest, this is another spoiler moment. I will give you a moment to uh, jump forward a bit. Um, I'll give you a minute to pause, try to scroll through and find it. Mm-hmm. So credence is a Dumbledore. What happened was and the explanation was um, Dumbledore, Grindelwald fall in love. You know, they have their whole thing in that, you know, that summer right after uh, Dumbledore gets out of school. Aberforth, his brother, also fell in love. Um, It was just a muggle girl that was in that same village. They had a fling. She got pregnant and she got sent off. Now, honestly, that's pretty accurate for the time back then. I mean, you know, daughter gets pregnant unintentionally. Right. She's going across the pond. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not dealing with that. And so Credence is actually Aberforth's uh, son and Dumbledore's nephew, which I honestly love that twist because it explains a lot about why we've never heard of his character. Because even in the mainline trilogy, Aberforth is very much a secondary, if not tertiary character. And so I don't think Dumbledore would feel the need to bring up his dead nephew. Right. And so it's like, yeah, that explains why Dumbledore never told Harry about Credence because literally has no effect on that storyline, that plot line, his life whatsoever past this moment. Unless they make it a very big deal in the next movie. And who knows? They may. They may be like, yeah, you know, Credence (laughs) is the most important wizard to have ever walked the face of the planet because he's the Dumbledore. And we're just going to. I'm sorry. It's okay. this This is a safe place, buddy. And it's like, there's, this is a prequel series. We know what happens after this already. And it's like, there's the whole thing where Dumbledore and Grindelwald didn't see each other after his sister died and before their big duel where Dumbledore officially beat Grindelwald and got the Elder Wand from him. But in this movie, they meet on more than one occasion. And it's like, this is a very well-established piece of lore that you are breaking for honestly no reason. Like, you can accomplish this movie without breaking the lore that you've already set. Like, you've written yourself into a corner, and now you're having to walk all over, you know, the clean floor, per se, that you just mopped to get out of the kitchen. Just Mm. plan better. Like just plan better. So question. <sighs> yeah. Um, assuming they cast another Grindelwald for the next movie. <laughs> yep. Um, what would your <laughs> top, everybody give their top pick of who they would love to see reprise that role. Dude, give me RDJ as Grindelwald. <laughs> hey. This is some irresponsible speculation. Give me I, Robert Downey Jr. as yeah. Grindelwald. I think it'd be fun. Joe, you, you got a character? 
Yeah, Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Recast them back in. Bring him back after all the hearings and stuff are over. Yeah. Uh, especially since you're going to let Ezra Miller stick around. Um, they actually dropped him, though. Yeah. I'm, I mean, as far dropped as, him. At Air quotes point. is what I said. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so. I, I would love to see Josh Peck. <laughs> Just a total curveball. I mean, Megan, Megan I mean, <laughs> gets in the role. Just, if we're just going ridiculous, uh, let's go Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I might actually watch the movie. Let's go. <laughs> and let me say this. <laughs> Wait, can we just talk about the scenes with him and Jude Law? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> be so awesome. <laughs> Wait, okay. This is dumb. Will Ferrell. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but man. Will Ferrell from Zoolander. Yeah, because you he, 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 he needs, got to. He needs to go back and do his hair just like yeah. D- Johnny Depp's in the first one. Yeah. I mean, it'd be fantastic. Am I going to go watch this movie again in theaters? Probably. Am I going to buy this video, this movie, when it comes out? Yes. Am I going to be happy about it either time? Are you going to watch no. it while you're doing the dishes? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Am I going to have it playing in the background? Sure. Am I going mm. to spend all of my time and energy theorizing away all of the plot holes to fix this movie? Absolutely. But will Harry Potter in the Wizarding World care? No. No, it won't. It's just going to try to break my heart again. Man. This is a, maybe you need to see an actual therapist. (laughs) It's like, I can get you a number. dude. And here's the funny thing is there is so much. There are a lot of people that love Harry Potter a lot. There are entire YouTube channels dedicated to Harry Potter lore, Harry Potter theorizing breakdowns of Harry Potter stuff. Why not call in someone who obviously like loves Harry Potter to be a part of these things? It's like the internet is an open book. I mean, the internet fixed Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you guys remember when they first put out that Sonic trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And everyone's like, w- absolutely not. Fix this right now. And like people started Photoshopping like what Sonic should look like. Right. And they actually made those corrections to the movie, made it a much better movie. There's- it's like, just, just get some people that genuinely care about Harry Potter in on Harry Potter being produced. Here's a here's a critic that may have a uh, therapist number for you. Uh, <laughs> he's a top critic on uh, Rotten Tomatoes with Rolling Stone, David Fear. <laughs> Great last name. Um, he said, we served with Harry Potter. We knew Harry Potter. He was a friend of ours. And you, Newt's commander, are no Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Is Newt getting buried in, the, in these trilogies just a little bit, his story? I mean, yes. And here's my thing. I love Newt's commander. Yeah, I, I love his character. I think I, I love Eddie Redman. Like, I think he's doing a great job. And I think that's the frustrating part about this is he's a great Newt's commander. Jude Law is a phenomenal Dumbledore. Oh, my God. He captures that, like, whimsical, magical, mysterious vibe of Dumbledore so well in these movies. Right. So it's these movies are bad in spite of themselves. It's like they're cast so well. They're scored so well. Visually stunning. The uh, visual effects, incredible. Write a better movie. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, when you spend all your money on the stuff that looks good, it you don't have a lot for good riders. Yeah, I know. Let's be real. I know. And it's like, I think that's the frustrating part Frustrating part about it is like, spend just a bit more money. Like, you have a dragon's hoard of it. Just spend a bit more money yeah. on like good writing, good coherent writing, and give us the movie we deserve. We're going to buy the tickets to it. And here's the sad part. We went to a 10 o'clock showing opening weekend. Yikes. There were going. eight other people in the theater. Mm. Eight. Yikes. And this is the only big release coming out this weekend. It's not like it was competing with another movie. Right. And like, it's, it's not like you went to some like rinkety. No, like, we went movie to theater. the biggest regal in Tennessee. Right. There were eight other people there for the showtime. That's. That's unfortunate. That's when you lose your fan base. Yeah. yeah. Even Rise of Skywalker didn't perform that bad. Like, it, yeah, I just, it's, it's just frustrating because I wanted it to be, so, I wanted it to be good. And it had so much potential to be good and to fix the problems. I mean, I think Crimes of Grindelwald came out four or five years ago. I mean, it's, it's a good little, there's a pretty big gap between the two movies. Right. It's like, hear the criticism that people had of Crimes of Grindelwald, hear what everybody was telling you that they wanted from this movie, yeah, and give us what we want. Like, I think that's why I'm excited about uh, Multiverse of Madness, is Sam Raimi has come out, he's like, we heard what you want, and we're going to give the fans what they want. We're going to do it in a way that's unexpected and fresh, but we're going to give the people what they want. Yes, yeah. do that. That is what we want. <laughs> like, And Brandon... Just wanted to let you know it's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not. Um, you did nothing so. wrong. Here. I needed to hear that. Yeah. I uh, didn't know if I like hurt them or. <laughs> no, no. You just gave them a crap ton of money like the rest of us did. You it's did. Well, in a way, it kind of is your fault because you. I've s- reinforced the bad behavior. Right. It's like you're you're rewarding <laughs> you're them an for. Yeah. I, I'm an enabler and I need to fix that in myself. Exactly. So and, work on yourself and then maybe find another person, another franchise to get in a relationship with. But what other franchise will Star Wars is always looking for more people. Star yeah. Wars doesn't need anybody else. They're still trying to work on themselves. Be careful, Jansen. Uh, speaking of... Maybe if, I need to go to Lord of the Rings every, with Joey. <laughs> even Lord of the Rings, like, <laughs> it's like uh, like the last Hobbit movies were like, uh, there. I will say, though, okay. Dumbledore did some more magic in this movie that made me double down on my belief that he is the stronger wizard than Gandalf. Yes, I said it because again, we still don't have a clear power level to compare to. Okay, everyone's talking about how strong Gandalf is, but we. <laughs> Alrighty, you know why is it Sorry. that every big <laughs> franchise has to see <laughs> itself fall? It's like I'm. I'm really hoping yeah. that it's true. Like, that House of Cards. That like Marvel ha- is like gonna stay and then just kind of fizzle out by not producing movies, not fizzle out by like it totally failing. Because if you take all these big fandoms like the Harry Potter series, the Star Wars series, Game of Thrones series, Game of Thrones season seven and season eight were hot garbage, mm-hmm. but the first like five seasons, really four seasons, within like partial five seasons, were fantastic. Some of the best TV yep. that exists. And then you get past that, and it's like, well, I. I think rather take a cyanide pill. Everybody's so worried about 
being a copycat and how, how they, the DC DCU yeah. properties. At some point, you got to yeah, look DC, at DC. That's another one. You look at Feige and just go, let's just do it like they did. Yeah, you know, let's just do it like like they did it, and it's okay because at the end of the day, it's what the fans want. It's what they need. It's yeah. what they're it's what they're screaming for. Whether you're Star Wars, whether you're Harry Potter world, whether you are. I mean, whatever, Thundercats, whenever they decide <laughs> to make that happen. Look at Kevin Feige and what he has done there in that world. It's been a slow burn, 10 years each. I mean, And there is a the guy, fans. though, who is invested in the intellectual he property, loves period. the property. Right. He loves the comics. He reads the comics. And he's a big part of Marvel Comics, period. Yeah. Not just yeah. the MCU, not just the film side of it. Marvel period. It's right. like they he, are he a cohesive people, unit. He puts people in the projects, right? Yep. And I mean, maybe not so much the actors, but the people who are doing the writing. If you if you ever go watch any of the behind the scenes stuff with the directors and writers for these MCU movies, they know the they know the lore. Yeah. Right. They know the stuff. I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't even know who directed this. David Yates. I, I would venture to say if you pull David Yates out and start quizzing him on his Harry Potter Lore. I'm not sure he's going I'm to sure I would know more. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I know more about Crimes of Grindelwald than that guy does. But I will say this. Speaking of Kevin Feige, you know, he's got a banger coming up with, with Doctor Strange, but it, it, it appears that he may have a second banger right behind it with Thor after that trailer that dropped. Today. Yeah. Uh, I must, have you, you both watched it? You know, that was a, not the best segue, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take over. Uh, talk Dang. still talking about no I, I got you I got you I got you I don't worry thought hold up before we go to the don't worry good. here don't worry here I got wait, you I got wait, you I got before you. we go to the segue so, I do want to say though one advantage that Marvel has over all the other properties that we listed uh, Game of Thrones Harry Potter um, it's never ending supply of yes stories. they have so <laughs> much freaking content to go off okay of. but yes but you have to also take it into account that it's like. Like, okay, the DC properties also have a bunch of series. It's like, if you look at DC of like what's recently, the Batman has been the best thing that DC's put out with yep. since, I mean, since the, uh, the Dark Knight, since the Dark Knight, yeah. the Dark Knight starring Christian Bale. You know what other movie that Christian Bale stars in? Wow. Thor. Wow. The a new upcoming <laughs> Thor movie. Love and Thunder. That's a I'm much sorry, better segue. Joe. <laughs> My feelings are actually a little bit hurt. I'm not going to lie. I was trying to spur that segue and you just crapped all over it. Yeah, I mean, it's the ADHD brain. You know who's not in that trailer? Who? Christian Bale. He's not. <laughs> he's not at no, all. but he's in the movie. He is in the movie. And my gosh, Seuss is in that trailer. Yeah. Yes, he is. I will say, going back to what Jason just said, ADHD... Detrimental to a lot of things. <laughs> However, building an unlikely bridge between two ideas really helps. Super easy. It, it is easy. Yeah. yeah. But yes, I, you know, this is the shortest gap between first trailer. This yeah. is our first look yep. at Love and Thunder. Yep. And it comes out in July? Yes. Yeah. Somebody at work today was like, there's a Thor movie coming out? Right, right exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They're like, when is what, what, what time next year? Dude's like two months from now. Yeah. Yep. Shortest gap between first teaser. It's not even a full trailer. This is just a teaser. Right. Great teaser though, man. It's like I so wonder good. if the if it's gonna be delayed because of how like I feel like they would have announced it by now. 
You'd think. Maybe they'll announce it with, like, if there is a delay, they'll probably announce it with, like, a full actual length trailer with a release right. date. Because there wasn't a release date on this one. But, man, I mean, very excited for this movie. It, yeah. The coloration. So, I want to talk choice. about the, the coloration a little bit. And even, it. even the filter on this trailer. I think I think there's a couple reasons that we didn't get gore in this, uh, and I, I, even though you, you kind of see uh, like that one shot, and I cannot I'm, 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 the name of that creature, the dead creature that they're looking at. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm, I've lost it. Uh, Tom sent that picture today. I had already, nope. I, I'd actually already had seen that. That is like a shot for shot, right of the straight of, out of, of the, the comic, straight out of the comic book. But so. You know they're they're setting up for for Gore the God Butcher there, but I think one reason why is a lot of people do not know that movie's coming out here in a couple right. months, and, and there's a lot of people that don't know who that is, and, and so right. uh, this was a good intro to get everybody excited. Oh my God, we got a Thor movie we got coming Thor out. back. I also think that there's going to be some serious ramifications from Doctor Strange. Yeah, that I don't think they can show some stuff in this trailer. Right. And uh, I was just, I went back, I watched the trailer two or three times and it's like something about the filter and this may just be, be overthinking it, but the filter, the color seems shifted mm. a little bit uh, as far as your typical MCU. Yeah, absolutely. Trailer. Even down to the colors, uh, the color of Thor's eyes seem yeah. extra blue, extra bright. I don't know, man, it, I think some things have been altered that's that we're going to find out in Doctor Strange. And, I mean, we can go crazy with that. We can talk Dude. mutants. We can talk whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I think there is some some serious shifting that has taken place before this movie. Yeah. Hmm. And, obviously, Thor's been working out. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. We... I also love that start showing Thor's training regiment. <laughs> that's <laughs> really funny. Chains. Yeah, those huge chains. Fantastic! I think it's interesting how in the in Endgame he leaves with the Guardians, but the Guardians took very little place in this teaser trailer. So it makes me question how much involvement they're going to have in the actual movie itself. I mean, it's like I get it's a it's a Thor movie, but they kind of set it up that the last almost going to be like a buddy cop type, right? You it they it's kind of how they set it up off of Endgame, where it's like yeah they're leaving together. He Thor's like, yeah, I'm I'm the leader, and Chris Pratt's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm the leader. They're going this back and forth, ship. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your ship, yeah, you're, of course. Ship. One, the best, one, Everybody I, knows who the leader is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, or who the captain is, whatever yeah. he says. But it's really, if I'm not mistaken, like they, the Guardians only have like maybe two shots in the trailer itself. It's like everything's really centered on Thor. I get it's this movie, yeah. But it makes me question how much they're going to actually be it involved. It was a short teaser, and. Fair. Funniest part of the trailer, though, is uh, when he's staring into Quill talks Star Lord's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> when, when, you, when I find myself in this place, I, I'll stare in the eyes of, of someone I love, and Thor just he's steps just in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? So I'm, I'm just you're, you're talking. I'm just looking at you. You're talking. <laughs> like we we always sometimes give like Moon Knight and some of these other you know a hard time over the MCU humor. Yeah. With Thor, and with uh, Guardians. Right. The humor, bring it on. The like, humor <laughs> fixed Thor, though. Yeah. So Thor, the original Thor movie, is all right. You know, mm -hmm. is good. Thor: Dark World, the worst MCU movie in my opinion. 
Like, it's down there in the bottom yeah. three. Like, at least bottom three. And then uh, Ragnarok came out. And they just leaned into that humor that he was starting to take on in yep. all the other movies that he was in. And God, that movie is so good. Strongest like, Avenger. It has swung up into, like, top five Marvel movies for me. Like, And we're talking yeah. single hero movies. Yep. Hands down top five. Like, it's one of my favorites hmm. just to turn on and... You know, we're at the house and just play because it's and I catch myself watching it, going, "Yeah, that's just that's just a good movie." Yeah, yeah, it's it a like good time, good bounce of humor. You know, yep. uh, actual story building, world building. Like when it comes to singular character movies in the MCU, Ragnarok top five easy. And so I'm really hoping, and obviously with the '80s montage, I feel like they're really combining the feel of Guardians of the Galaxy with yeah. Thor Ragnarok, and I think it's just gonna make a great movie. I've been singing. Uh, sweet child, sweet child of, mine of mine all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. Yeah, that opening opening scene where it shows him as a kid running yeah. <laughs> and as yes. a teenager. It's, this is going to be such a stupid movie, and I'm here for <laughs> I'm it. I'm so excited for time. it. <laughs> stupid in a good way, I'm assuming. Right. It's like yeah. these from the direction. It's like I like the, the uh, diversity that the MCU has like brought forth so far where it's like you have things like Moon Knight that are a action drama first. Yeah. But then you have the other side of the coin where you have like the Guardians, uh, you have Ragnarok, and then from what it seems like Love and Thunder. Yeah. And it's like where this is more of a comedy first and yeah. an action movie second. And it's like, I'm here for it. I'm here for that diversity where it's like not everything has to be this like three act saga where by the third act, by the climax, you're supposed to cry and do whatever. It's right. like, we, you have that for things that are supposed to feel like that, but not everything feels like that. Not every comic book that you read has the same tone as the one that you read right. before. It's like certain characters have different feelings for them. And I'm like, I'm here super for fine for yeah. these movies have different, have different feels. It's like, I'm here for the God and thunder to be a fun time and to not take itself seriously. And it doesn't look like it's going to take itself seriously. Yeah. I think that's perfectly, that's what it needs to do, especially in this we genre. Got our, got our first look at Natalie Portman. Yes. I was going to yeah. bring that up. Like, what are you guys and thoughts on is repaired? Uh, Jane Foster Thor. Like, right. It's interesting because it's kind of questions where the balance, it, it makes me do some irresponsible speculation of what, multiverse of madness is actually going to throw into it sure because it's like so she has the the destroyed hammer yep and it's like okay well that was destroyed in some like random place with hella yes so what, she destroyed it in norway right what, what was the stone uh it's been a long time since i've seen dark world when james she gets, had the well, it was the it wasn't red the, one. It was the it wasn't reality. Yes. So, I know in one of the one of the runs that where she becomes uh, Lady Thor or whatever, yeah. she gets cancer, and this I think the stone or something or no, Milner helps yeah, charge because, her up. Yes, right, and basically helps keep her alive. Do you think they might use like she may have some leftover? Internal of the, of the essence, essence in from that stone. Maybe, oh, she has to, and maybe that's she what, has to. She they, they had to put the stones back where they found yes, them. So, so the she has thing. to have it. <clears throat> so I, she got reinjected. I mean, rocket. I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Natalie Portman has confirmed that they are doing at least some variation of the cancer story. 
Interesting. So I wonder if the stone may have gotten her sick, but at the same time potentially repaired the... Kept her from dying. Yeah, but repaired Melnair too, which is also keeping her from dying. I, I don't know if they might lean into or that. I wonder if the stone is killing her Mjolnir is keeping her from dying. Yeah, like, exactly. And leaning into the, yeah. that way. That but, I mean, Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's interesting she's worthy. how... She looked jacked too. Yeah, she did. Yeah. It's interesting how she's... The hammer repaired itself, or if she repaired it, she repaired the hammer. And it's like how she's never proven, and she's never had the chance, I guess, to prove herself worthy in the past movies that she's appeared in. But that being said, it's like Thor, his hammer was broken, and he he didn't feel the power from the hammer anymore. He's like, yeah, that's it, I'm not yeah. using a hammer anymore. I'm just gonna wait till I can build an axe. And so it's Which it's interesting. Maybe in repairing it, she became worthy to wield it. Maybe so. And did he plant the axe? Yes, he did. Yes, yeah. he did. That's pretty nifty. Interesting. Maybe he's going to grow another Groot. Because that's Groot's arm. Hmm. That mm-hmm. is Groot's arm. Mm-hmm. You know, Groot would make a terrible center. Now oh, that I think about my it. God. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. According to our fans, <laughs> need to know. You know, I'm calling my wife out. She's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to vote for you on your thing." I was like, "If you would have voted for you, I'd have tied for Jay for first. Like, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> it's oh, okay, man. Again, well, no, actually, that is your fault. That whole thing was your fault. Yeah, one hundred percent. You picked that team. Good team. Stand by my team. Boy. Mm-hmm. I do one thing. I'll stand by my yeah, team. It's not good enough. L- loyalty. We're going to go 32 and 78, but I'm going to stand by my team. <laughs> Fair. Um, oh, I was going to ask a question. Oh, so with Moon Knight introducing the Egyptian gods, yep. with uh, Thor, Love and Thunder introducing what DC would call the new gods with Zeus. I can't remember what they're called in Marvel Comics. I'm sure they have a name for the uh, Pantheon. Thor himself is a god. Zeus is a god. Conchu's a god. Gore, baby. Gore, the god butcher. Do you think we may get some sort of like gore teaser in Moon Knight with all of the avatars? Uh, irresponsibly? Yeah, I think so. I think even if it's like a hint, even if we don't see him, even if it's at like a hint at him. They're, so they're all together. Yeah. At least they were in this, this past episode. They're all together. Who knows? Because uh, this is coming out Thursday. We will have seen episode four right. by now. Uh, there is, they seem way too just lackadaisical. Yeah. Uh, the only time they really get up in arms has to, is with Conchu. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They, they are extremely whatever as, as far as meaning. I, I think that, and they kind of make them unlikable. It would be so easy if they're at the end of this season, there is a moment where, you know, it all comes to head. We have this big hero, you know, situation. And then a nice little after scene, after credit scene, camera pans back. There's the gods and like half of them are dead laying That'd in, be dope. inside the pyramid. And you just see Christian the, Bale's just you see the, there. you see the sword see drop. Just black. All you got to do is see the sword. And he's like, where is she? <laughs> Martha. <laughs> No, wrong Batman. That's <laughs> <laughs> Batflip. Uh, Batflip. Where um, is she? Rachel! <laughs> so, all right, more irresponsible speculation can't 
help it, but we finally got that Thor trailer. Now, we know that Gore the God Butcher is slated to be the main enemy of this. Do you think that we may get some uh, introduction to Null the Symbiote God? Because he is very well connected with Null. Such a gnarly looking creature, too. So gnarly. Um, I'm not 100% sure because... And because the origin of of Gore is the fact that it's um, the symbiote god, and I can't remember who he's fighting, um, but Gore is the what turns him to be the god Butcher is the fact yeah. that he murders the uh, god that the symbiote god was fighting. Right. And so I'm not 100% sure if that's something that they're going to touch on in, in Thor itself. Sure. Um, I think it's something interesting that they could branch off into later but that would have to be because of the property owning right it's like they can't touch symbiotes because of the sony at least the mcu can't touch symbiotes because of sony right i mean that's <laughs> that's pretty cool that's Dude. pretty cool and gore is such a compelling character too even within marvel comics like the planet that he's from super religious you don't yeah. question the gods but they live on a very rough world. Like right. they are yeah. constantly striving it, to survive. And then the whole thing, like he's praying to the gods to save his family or yeah. something like, and they all end up dying anyway. Right. Right. And so two gods start fighting, like Jansen said, and he just walks up and kills the one that Null's fighting, takes the sword and is like, I'm just going to go kill all of the other gods. Right. Like if you are worshiped by someone, I'm, I'm going to kill you. Which would be why we got Zeus. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Just pretty good. It'd be cool. Dude, to I see love Olympus, the lightning man. bolt. Like it'd be cool. And I think that's supposed to be Russell Crowe, isn't it? Isn't yes. That what the, the I believe so. Yeah. Rumor is. And it's it's interesting how they are battling Greek mythology and Norse mythology, yeah. because Thor, the god of thunder, does not exist in Greek mythology. Right. He's taken over by Zeus. And so it's like interesting of like, now, wait a second. These are the same guy. <laughs> now, which one of us is actually the God of lightning and thunder? Cause imagine them fighting with lightning, <laughs> like, thunder and lightning. Huh. Let's go. It's like, now, wait a second. I just, once again, though, Kevin Feige, MCU, we're, everybody's so jacked up over Dr. Strange and they dropped this little teaser and broke the internet. And everybody's like, can't wait for Thor. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Multiverse of Madness is right around the corner, and they've been oh, putting yeah. out trailer upon trailer upon trailer where they're like introducing, you know, four frames of new content, yep. and people are breaking down, you know, yeah. each teaser trailer where it's like, okay, yeah, so pretty much the same thing, same thing. Okay, now we're gonna pause right here. See how Doctor Strange's hair looks in this. This is Defender Doctor Strange, <laughs> exactly. like, and like the. Breaking down every trailer that Marvel puts out. I'm seeing more and more of the kids. I think it was just a different angle. It's more of the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's All like, right. okay, here's a minute-long teaser of uh, Love and Thunder. Doctor Strange who? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it's interesting because it's like after Endgame, I know plenty of people that were like, uh, I'm like, all right, the the MCU, I'm kind of like getting tired of it. it. And it's like yeah. there's, there's no way, like Endgame was such a high. It's like there's no way they're going to like really reach this. And it's like not necessarily a movie quality. I know a lot of people who are like not really excited for phase four that's coming out after Endgame mm -hmm. until they started releasing stuff in phase four. And people so are like, good, yeah, dude. I'm yeah. still here. But yeah. And it's like the thing that I like about it too is 
phase four was almost like a soft reset return to roots of the MCU. It's yeah. like the first movies of the MCU, they weren't great. Like now, yes, they're iconic. They're nostalgic with Iron Man and the first Avenger. I mean, and all Iron Man movies. is a great movie, but it is. Yeah. It's Iron Man 2. Iron Man so 2, much. not so much. <laughs> 3, so like, not at all. Right. And so they just kept building and building and building upon these like established characters. But they weren't established at first. Right. Like, it took 10 years for us to really care about these movies to get to Endgame. Yeah. I, rem- I remember when those first trailers dropped of Iron Man. I, got, yeah. I remember going, really? Iron Man? That You're not going to redo the X-Men? You're bringing us Iron Man? Right. 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 And so it's like... It's really cool that they're doing that again. And it's like, who am I to question Marvel's process? Because obviously, like... Giving us no it's reason working. to. They've given us no reason to. Feige's still at the helm. John Favreau's still yeah. a huge part. Like, those two guys are the ones that made the MCU what it was over the past 10 years leading up to Endgame. And they have carried that torch over into Phase 4. And God, I'm so excited. And they're right down the hall from Lucasfilm. Right down the hall pick up the phone <laughs> just walk just walk over there and be like hey kevin can i get a meeting real quick like just just a quick you know quick one-on-one a little give, give me 15 minutes so hold on my finger stick and chewbacca's skull hold on. um <laughs> so before we before we jump in to the questions here uh <laughs> no, okay that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah I uh, want to remind everybody, number one, Crypto Comics is back open. Yes, they are. I yeah. went by and spent a cool $40. Got some, uh, got got the newest, well, yeah, I got the newest Moon Knight. Yeah. Is that in, like a new, new run? I, I guess it is because he said there's an, another new one coming out, I think, this week. Because that did not look like Midnight Mission. I need to see this. Check I'm that very out. excited about this. But it's the same writer as Midnight Mission, which yeah. is... Except, oh, okay, this is a continuation of Midnight Mission. I thought that yeah. that series had ended. This yeah. is very exciting for me. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to read that, though. I picked I'm, up, uh, that. picked up. That says, the picture that you sent, I thought that said one, and I'm realizing it says ten. Mm, gotcha. I also picked up Deadpool, Bad Blood, number very one. Very nice, very picked nice. Up, yeah. So anyway, Crypto's back open. Rocky's got that place looking like Fresh. new again. Uh, he even posted something today. They're picking up some more goodies for the store. So Ayo. if you're in the Knoxville Powell area, Powell, Powell, uh, go check them out. Shout out. Uh, oh, you know what? we got a business card. Nice. 3513 West Emory Road, Powell, Tennessee. Go support nice. small businesses. Go go see Rocky. Tell them we sent you. Um, and then, It won't get you anything, but. Yeah, it's not probably not going to get you a discount. No. You might get a chuckle, though. Yeah. <laughs> was he talking about Star Wars when he sent you? I mean, yeah. Yeah, of course we were. Yeah. So go check him out. Uh, continue to like. Comment. Comment. Subscribe. We really do like talking to you guys. Get on the TikTok. I'll, I'll make content, I promise. I'm looking at... It's going to happen. We're looking at Brando there. It's going to happen. So, we're going... But... Go, he said, but... We're, we're doing this. We were talking about the MCU and Moon Knight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Love Moon Knight. You got a new Moon Knight comic. Oscar Isaacs, yep. absolutely killing it as Moon Knight. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is the shame. I know exactly where you're going. He didn't do great. This is unfortunate. In Star Wars. It's unfortunate you're doing this. But you know what is great about Star Wars? We have Chewbacca. Chewbacca. And yeah. within Chewbacca, we have the Chewbacca Cup where we can ask questions and get answers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your favorite segment of the show that has still yet to be named. 
the Chewbacca Cup. Yeah. You want me to play the, play the intro song? Yo, we have a new intro song. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we have an intro song. Go ahead. Courtesy give me one of second. our man, Dr. Keep, J. Dr. J. Keep, keep talking one, for a second. The one and only. I can always edit this out. Oh, okay. Fair enough. He's hitting the button. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Chewbacca Cup. You have questions. We have answers. <laughs> In the Chewbacca Cup. So good. <laughs> that is, that makes me so happy. Man, I made that in like maybe 10 minutes in between my classes. <laughs> that have taken me four hours. <laughs> I just pulled out Logic Pro and I was like, all right, let's go. I got, I got a small you, break. Can't tell you how happy that just made me. Uh, so who's going first tonight, man? Uh, I'm, I'll go first. All right, Dr. J, kick us off. And again, we're answering our question, right? Right. And this is yes. one that I would also like to hear your guys' uh, okay. input as well. Best MCU movie. Oh, snap. I'll give you a second to think. Um, as as you think, I have my answer. Um, this this is a, a hard one, but I think if I have to go through and come up with the my absolute... I don't know if I would say this is like my favorite, but I think objectively the best MCU movie would have to be um, Captain America 2 Winter Soldier. It's fair. It's a great movie. Yeah, I think it's a, it's definitely my top five. Yeah. For sure. Um, <sighs> my favorite my favorite MCU movie is Infinity War. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. So the easy the easy answer would, would be Endgame because I, just that moment, that movie took us all by... You know, just it was such an electric atmosphere in the every, theaters. For real. It like, shut the world down for like three weeks. To like honestly, I I have several good friends: our pastor Cole, Joey yep. Trebe, yep. that did not have the pleasure of watching the MCU films as they were coming out, and so they did not get the full experience of Endgame. And I feel like if you did not get the theater experience of Endgame, you did not get the full experience of Endgame. Because my God, it was electric in that building. People standing up, cheering, shouting, crying together. Like, yeah. it was a shared communal experience watching that movie. Dude, we almost had church in one of the viewings. I, yeah. I saw, like, when on your left, and there's a dude yeah. in the back. Let's go. And, like, he, yeah, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Came on glue. Right now. Uh, however, I, I, I always have, when it comes to, What's the best movie? What's your favorite movie? I always look at movies that, no matter what, I'm just gonna hit play, right, and let yeah. it play. I'm not gonna fast forward to this part or this part or you know, is there dead space? I think Endgame has some dead space in it. Sure, it's a very very long movie. Yes, it is, and it's probably in my top three. Good amount I, that you can skip. Yeah, but I think Civil War, for me, is just it's one of those answer. that I can just hmm. every second of that movie. I just enjoy. Yeah. I mean, and then of course <laughs> that scene, you know, Black Panther is a close too, but that scene in in the airplane hangar, I mean, there's nothing really like it. 
we had never yeah. seen anything like that in Underoos. this far. Yeah. You get the intro to Spider-Man. We got yeah, yes, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We got we got Black Panther for the first time. That every again, every part of that movie was important mm-hmm. and it was a complete shift into the back half of those movies. Like and it broke us. Like it, it broke our minds of what the what the MC was truly capable of. So much of what we got in Infinity War and Endgame was built on the conflict between Tony and Cap yep. in Civil War. And mm-hmm. I think it was also kind of a test. You know, they were looking at Endgame and going, okay, we're going to have to get a lot of characters in that final that final battle. Yeah. Can we make this work? And you had, I mean, <laughs> some superstars out there fighting. Right. And it was great. And, dude, that moment whenever Cap says, you know, Bucky's my friend, and Tony hits him with the, so was I. Yeah. Oh, man. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And I know I know it's not the best villain. Right. It's, it's not the best villain. No. That movie's not even really about that villain, though. That movie is about, you know, setting up the, those final those final phases there. I mean, it's oh, just. Who is the villain of Civil War? Baron Zemo? Yeah. Yeah, Zemo yeah, is technically. Zemo, isn't it? Which, that's my only qualm with the movie, is just like, they didn't need Zemo there. No. It's like... Well, I think they needed... Zemo was there for the conflict. That's exactly. They needed something to set up the conflict, and you could have probably done it without him, but you still... Right. You know, that all started with the explosion that that killed uh, Black Panther's dad. T'Chaka. T'Chaka, yes. I mean, that all started from from that moment. I mean... It was there. Yeah. The strife was there. Zemo just went, boop, and yeah. just pushed it over the edge of the cliff. Right. How about you there, Brando? Well, I think I have the objectively correct answer of what the best MCU Fair film enough. is. Black Panther. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I get that. And for more reason than one, I think it has the best villain with the most compelling, you know, story, you know, the wow. best. That's a pretty bold statement. I mean, I mean, I'm here for it, but it's bold Thanos. Statement. Thanos is a great villain for like a entire arc of the MCU. Okay, like he is yeah. the overarching villain for ten years worth of movies. When we're boiling it down to a single movie villain, Killmonger's the best villain. Like he seems so grounded and real, yeah, and appropriate for the movie. Like it's, dude, I love that character. Like his reasoning for what he's doing, feeling like he got gypped, like feeling like he was oppressed. Like I mean, it's yeah. It was an important cultural milestone for the yeah. MCU. Also, only MCU film to win Oscars. Yeah. So, in the eyes of the Academy, the best MCU film. <laughs> <laughs> great soundtrack, too. Um, great yeah, soundtrack. And, again, a big part of these kind of rankings for me is experience, like is theater experience. Yeah. And, dude, seeing Black Panther on opening night and just watching... People coming in in like traditional African robe, like Beautiful I mean, moment. dude, it was awesome, and like it was just a celebration of Black culture yeah. in such a tasteful way that wasn't like tokenizing Black Panther. No. Like yeah. it was so well done. The visual effects incredible. Martin Freeman's side character awesome. Like yeah. um, Andy Circus's, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of the character's Claw. name. Yeah, Claw. Yeah. Great Claw. I mean, I think it was just a very solid, well-rounded movie. And I don't I think, think there's there's no dead space in that movie. No dead space. Like, point. it start to finish, just solid film. So, I'm saying Black Panther. Mm. I like it. I like yeah. it. Joe, what's your question? question? Want me to do? Okay. 
I don't know if we have enough time for all of us to do this, but mine just says fix Cad Bane. I think you're the most qualified to and fix I'm, Cad Bane. So. I'm not sure Cad Bane really himself needs that much fixing. The story around Cad Bane. Yeah. I just think, and we touched on this a little bit. In Fix Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. So fix Cad Bane by fixing Boba Fett. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, honestly. I think that, again, the story around it, I think you just... He needed to be either the main villain, like at the end of the, the end of the day, he's the one that services at the end, and you have a showdown. Yeah. Or he needed to be the double cross. I still believe that him double crossing at the end of that season would have been fantastic. Yeah. He he gets there. You think he's getting ready to finish off Boba, and all of a sudden he starts blowing holes through through the bad guys, yeah. and there they are back to back taking on the world. I think would have fixed that whole moment. Cad Bane, the character, I loved. I loved the way he looked. I yeah. loved his voice. Mm-hmm. I loved his swagger. It was a little weird that he's just walking out in the desert and there's no horse or anything to carry him around out there. <laughs> I think that was a little weird. Dude didn't even get a speeder. Like. But it looked cool. Uh, and so I like I was I thought he himself was And he didn't have like the jet boots that he has in Yeah, yeah. I mean he I don't think he was cheesy. I don't think there was really anything wrong. I, I liked how he looked. I mm-hmm. liked everything about that character in the show. Uh, just, I think there needed to be uh, the fact that he is killed at the end of it is an absolute tragedy. I mean, that's yeah. just, yeah. that is ridiculous. I'm hoping he's not actually dead. Right. Uh, and that we get, he comes back. But yeah, I think, I think fix him by making that last episode count for him. Let him double cross, and you find out. Oh my gosh, these arch enemies are like working together. Mm-hmm. Would have been really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. He's stalling. I sure am. Here's my character. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers are transformed into dogs. <laughs> who is who? So I'm gonna draft your help on this. Um, no. I'll kick us off. <laughs> I gotta be careful. I'll kick us off here. <laughs> to me, the current iteration of Thor is definitely a golden retriever. Yes, for sure. Golden retriever. Mm. Dr. J, an Avengers turned into a dog. What kind of dog is it? Who is it and what kind of dog? Um, uh, Black Widow is definitely a poodle. I was thinking something similar. Because <laughs> they can be dangerous. Like no, they sure can. <laughs> Joe. Um, I think I think Cap has to be a German Shepherd, right? Oh, interesting. I realize it's a German Shepherd, but <laughs> I, <laughs> but as far, but I'm also thinking like he is all business. Like, you know what I mean? Like when right. he, Yeah, but he's also like fairly lighthearted. It's like I could also see him being a a German Shepherd or maybe a Golden Lab. I could see Cap being a Golden Lab. Like he is the American dog. Yeah. It's like he's the generic you think of a puppy, you're thinking of a Golden Lab right now. I mean, Deadpool's a Chihuahua, right? (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) no doubt. I know Loki's not an Avenger, but he's (laughs) definitely he's definitely a Corgi. Deadpool is a hot dog. If you ever see a Corgi mixed with another like another dog breed, it's just a corgi in disguise as the other dog breed. <laughs> like, look up a golden retriever corgi. It looks like a shrunk down golden retriever. Right. Husky, German Shepherd, and Loki can turn into whatever he wants to. Like, so, so, so who's who's the pit bull of the group? 
Pitbull. Is that Hulk? Group. Yeah, because they can be very gentle. You have the Bruce yeah. Banner. Really? I was thinking like a like a Mastiff, like one of those huge dogs, <laughs> maybe a Great Dane. So Someone ginormous. Hawkeye is definitely some form of, you know, hunting hound dog. Yeah, he's a terrier. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, let's see here. Or like a coon hound. Like, get out there, get hunting with me. Iron Man, <sighs> what's a, like a bougie? But like self aware ish, a Scotty, <laughs> <laughs> or a, a, a Yorkie. <laughs> yeah, he's a hundred percent a Yorkie. Pomeranian. <laughs> oh, interesting. I can see that. See, I see more Yorkie just because the hair is kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a Bichon Frise. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sounds delicious. Whatever you just said. <laughs> what other Avenger are we missing? I mean, so many. If we're going off of like actual Avengers, there are so many of them. Well, so who's uh, you want to do like, like the big Ant Man is an Avenger. Who's Ant Man? Oh, Ant Man, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Paul Rudd would He's be a solid golden retriever option. Mm, yeah, maybe a Beagle. Ooh, I, you um, know, Beagle makes sense. He could yeah. be. You know, he's just he, kind of happy. He a remote. pug. He's a pug. Oh yeah, he's a pug. He's, a pug. he's just happy to be there. Yeah. I'm just happy to be a part of the group. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of. I think Spider Man is my dog Kaya. She's a <laughs> she's a Doberman Belgium Malinois mix. Spider Man's uh, any puppy, and so she is all muscle. And she is solid and would never hurt a fly on purpose. Yeah. But she damages some stuff. <laughs> like, She'll break something. You turn her loose in the house, and she's so excited. And she's so happy to see everybody. But she might like mess you up just trying to hug you. You may have to go yeah. to the hospital because your yeah. leg's bleeding. It's like Spider Man is any dog as long as it's a puppy. It's like yeah. clumsy. Spider Man's like a doodle for like sure. You, it's you just like yeah. You don't just even want to rub clumsy, him. has no self-awareness, is just there and happy. Like he's, like, he's so sorry that he pooped on the floor. <laughs> right. And like you want to rub his nose in it, but you just can't. Like, like I know you know that you did wrong, so me rubbing your nose in it isn't like, going to do yeah, anything like for either one of us. Like your aunt just died. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. What about Vision? Vision... Vision, Vision actually might be the German Shepherd. <laughs> I might have oh, Vision's wrongs. a German Ooh, Shepherd. Yeah. I feel that. Very calculated. Scarlet Witch, actually, uh, Scarlet Witch, I think actually is a Pomeranian, and I'll and I'll and I'll say why we had a Pomeranian when I was a kid. Her name was Ariel. Mm-hmm. Beautiful dog, just beautiful. And there was moments where she would just be the most sweet, snuggly, and you're like, God, this is a good dog. And like, t- she's like a cat. Two seconds later, she's like trying to eat you alive. Yeah. Also, if we're switching vision to German Shepherd, then Captain America is definitely a Dalmatian. Uh, yeah, that, he's a Dalmatian. He's like one of those like firemen Dalmatians. Yeah, I was say, name a more iconic so like this is America dog. So yeah. he's he's the face, and right? He loves New he's York. He's the face. But have you ever had a Dalmatian? You ever been around a Dalmatian? They nope. can be very they go rogue. terrible. They go rogue yeah. a lot. Even yeah. though they're like, yeah, we we're with firefighters have Dalmatians. They're like top you don't want three. a Dalmatian trying to help you out because. They go rogue. They're like, I think top three or top five, like most dangerous breeds. Like what the heck? Yeah, they could be very like, if not trained, very very well. Like Joe's saying, they will go rogue, and, uh, and last don't but, care. Last but not least, who's the husky? Who, who is a husky? What Avenger needs the Bucky. most? Atten- Bucky. Yeah, Bucky needs looks the like most a husky. Attention. 
Good needs one. a lot of attention. That's a good if you one. leave him alone, he may break something. Winter Soldier. I mean, he's li- that's that is him. That's a husky. That's a definition that's a husky. of a husky. Well yeah. done. We'll carry the sled and don't doesn't expect credit for it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I like that. Well that's done. A good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been yet another week of one nine hundred nerdy talk. Do you feel better, by the way? I do. It was it was nice to get all that out you know express it um that's good i need to avoid the movie for a while before i go to see it distance distance is key. distance Distance is is healthy um circle back but make sure you don't distance yourself from the podcast perfect make sure you tune in tuesday for our next review episode of moon Knight, and we'll catch you later talking all of your nerdiest nerdiest needs the boys are signing off one nine hundred nerdy talk Such a solid theme song. It's so good. It I really still is. cannot believe I just like found that on a whim. I hope they don't like find us and be like, hey, you can't actually use that. That'd suck. I give them credit in the thing. 100%. So, hey, get out of here, dude. All right, bye. You got a meeting to go to. Yeah, right at 834. That's pretty yeah. good.